We started this uh, PSP a couple weeks ago with the shelter in place where um, some leaders, uh, owners that are following Jesus, men and women said, what, what about getting, um, coming together and getting prepared for the day's battle? And so that's what we're doing this morning. And um, I've got my new buddy, Kurt Kersey on that I'll introduce him momentarily. But let me just launch us in prayer. Jesus, good morning. Thank you for today. Thank you for the sunshine um, and another opportunity to um, get to know you better, Lord, and uh, to serve your people. And we just ask you to, uh, again, Holy Spirit, to be actively speaking through Kurt to us this morning uh, to encourage us and to uh, equip us for today's battle. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, amen, Kurt. Amen. Kurt Kersey, Kurt and Casey Kersey, love saying that. <laughs> uh, the Grown Man Podcast, some of you guys tune into. If not, check it out. And then Scaled Up Marketing. Um, welcome, Kurt. Thanks for your courage to lead this morning. Oh, Jerry, thanks so much for having me, my friend. I'm, I'm super grateful for uh, the Bado family who originally connected us almost a year ago now. Yes. But uh, it's been fun to, to reconnect with you in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. and uh, learn from your wisdom and, and uh, continue to build a friendship with you. Yes. So, uh, you know, again, just honored that you'd ask me to, to come on here and share with, with some of your tribe, the Conduit tribe. And uh, I, I'm honored because, Jerry, I had never thought of this idea of being a conduit before that anointing that, that, that you have on your life to be a conduit and, uh, and it's so powerful. And I think you and I share a similar heartbeat in so many ways. And, and I just want to start by, you know, just thanking all of the, the leaders that are on this call for leading, even by getting on this call in the first place. Yes. Right. I think the vulnerability and the humility to say, Hey, I need poured into, I need filled up. I need encouraged. I need, uh, armed, uh, as you as you talk about, you know, walking into the daily battle, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that takes humility and leadership and courage in a beautiful way, uh, just as communication does, right? Uh, just as stepping into the gap for your people does. That that humility to say, I'm going to get up early and I'm going to spend some time being poured into and loved on through this call is really powerful, Jerry. And so I'm I'm grateful uh, to talk to your your crew here. Um, you know, I think as I was reflecting a little bit on, uh, what I, what I would share today, I I was really, I was going back through one of the practices that I picked back up as we walked into shelter in place and, and stay at home is journaling. I was talking to a client of ours and, uh, we, we were talking about, you know, the fact that he's in his early thirties, I'm just 30. And so a young leader, uh, learning from, from men like Jerry and a lot of the guy, Corey, and a lot of the guys that you've had on the show and that I'm sure are on the call today. And, uh, and one of the things that we realized is, gosh, this is the first time as, uh, real adults, right. That we've walked through this level of adversity on a national and global scale, uh, that we've really walked through this as leaders of teams or leaders of companies, um, as leaders of our families, as young men. And so we just kind of challenged each other to say, Hey, why don't, why don't we journal this? Why don't we make sure that there's some way that we're capturing? How are we feeling? What are we reacting to? What's God telling us? What's actually just going on in our day to day? 
uh, and just capturing some of those thoughts. You know, Paul tells us uh, in one of his letters to hold every thought captive. Mm. Um, and so just as a, as a physical practice of that, we decided that we would actually uh, challenge each other to do that. And I've been better some days than others, but, uh, but it's been really helpful. And so as I, was, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share today, I just kind of flipped back through that journal. And one of the, there, there were kind of three recurring themes that came up for me that I, I want to kind of walk through. The first is just doubling down on those daily disciplines. Mm. One of the things I realized is that on days where I felt um, kind of off or kind of confused or just felt like uh, wandering a little bit as we walked through this and really allowed my stress level to outweigh my faith level. Um, I, I, it was a day where I didn't have great daily discipline. I wasn't committed to the things that I know are great emotional, mental, and spiritual hygiene for mm -hmm. me, right? And so one of the, you know, I have an evening and morning routine that I've written out of here are the things that I do in the morning to get my mind in the right place, to, to spend some time with the Lord, to spend some time in scripture, uh, to be grateful, um, to just kind of start my day on the right foot. And then here's some things that I do in the evening, mm -hmm. right? To make sure that I'm going to bed in the right mindset, that my mind's able to rest, that, you know, y'all have probably heard of the idea of monkey brain <laughs> before you kind of, you know, you're, when your mind's racing in all those different directions, when you're about to go to bed, just doing a quick little brain dump of the stuff that you're going to take care of tomorrow or that can wait until another day just to get it out of your head and on paper somewhere recorded. So just a few disciplines like that. And one of those disciplines that's been really healthy for me is actually an app that I discovered on, uh, on my phone called abide. Mm -hmm. And it's actually Christian prayerful meditation. Mm -hmm. And so the, you know, you can do two minutes, you can do five minutes, you can do 15 minutes. I'm fascinated by what meditation can do just in a physical mental perspective, but obviously uh, as believers being able to uh, leverage that God given that innate physical restoration, mental restoration and do it in a way that draws you closer to the Lord is ultimately like glorification of him. Right. And so uh, that app abide has been really powerful to walk you through some scripture and some prayer routine. And so just doubling down on those daily disciplines has been really uh, really healthy for me, focusing on what are those things, documenting those, and then, uh, and then hold myself accountable uh, to actually walking through them. The second is um, spending time in scripture and solitude. And part of that's built into my daily disciplines, but I, it was wild to me as I walked through that journal, just noticing, man, the days where I am uh, most focused on joyfully representing Christ in this season that we're all walking through are the days when I've actually spent actively time with him and in his word. Nice. Right. And so just encouraging and challenging myself alongside all of the folks that are on this call mm -hmm. to really make sure that that is in your, I mean, put it in your calendar if you have to. Right. I, I realize that uh, as a young married man with no kiddos, my schedule might look different than some of you, although we do have an 11 week old puppy at home now. Okay. Uh, we got a little quarantine puppy, which uh, he's a, he's a blessing, but uh, he has not been easy <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And, uh, and it's thrown my, my routines off a little bit, but but still sticking to that discipline of getting up a little bit earlier so I can spend some time 
in solitude in scripture, going to bed just a little bit later so I can spend some time with Jesus and having that discipline again in my life. Even I've found, you know, all of our, all of our daily schedules have been upended. A lot of us have. And so even finding that time in the, in the afternoon on a day, like we have today where it's going to get into the seventies, if you're in Cincinnati, being able to take a walk outside and do like, leave the phone at home, take no distraction with me and just walk the block and just spend some time with the Lord, not even necessarily constant prayer, but just trying to quiet my mind and just be with him. Just think about, man, what would it be like if Jesus were walking right next to me right now? What would I feel? What would I experience? What are the things that I think he might say to me in these moments? What are the scriptures that I think he would encourage me to go spend time in, right? Who would he encourage me to reach out to, to try to build relationship with or spend some time with or encourage uh, and just kind of letting my mind wander for those 10, 15, 20 minutes on a quick little walk out in his beautiful creation is just such an amazing reminder in times like these that he is still good. Yep. Right. There's a passage that I've been spending a lot of time just, just in prayer around, especially on those days where again, the, the first time I'm really walking through as an adult and as a leader, um, a season like this, a season of adversity like this, uh, there, there's a scripture that's been on my heart a lot. And just for context, for the folks on the call that, that I haven't had the opportunity to spend any time with, uh, we run a small but scrappy <laughs> marketing company um, and, uh, and kind of passion project in, in the Grown Man podcast that Jerry mentioned earlier, who Jerry's going to be a guest here soon. We recorded last week uh, that I'm stoked about. Um, you know, uh, our small but scrappy team is about six people um, plus a few uh, part-time contractors that we consider kind of an extension of the team uh, that we love. And then we have, we serve about uh, uh, 12 clients at, at any given time. And the reason I share that is as y'all know, as leaders, there's a lot of pressure on me to figure out what in the world is this going to look like? Can we keep our people how do we invest in our people? How do we challenge our people in the right ways during this season? Do I need to be having, you know, uh, uh, prep conversations with clients of things that might need to change or adjust or shift? Are clients going to be having those conversations with me that are going to affect my ability to execute as a leader? And man, just as y'all know, a lot of pressure that again is pressure that I'm feeling in a lot of ways in this unique circumstance for the first time at this level. And so again, there's a passage in scripture that has really spoken to me. It's Nahum 1-7, which I have not spent a ton of time in Nahum, but uh, God used this scripture to speak to my heart. It says, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And that word refuge, just like when I read that, sometimes, you know, I'd imagine y'all have experienced this before where a word in scripture just like jumps off the page to you. And I was reading this in a moment where, man, I was stressed. I was feeling overwhelmed. I was feeling just kind of lost. And I, you know, I I went to, uh, I went to scripture and that word refuge, just like, I mean, felt like it smacked me in the face. Right. And I felt like God was just uh, in that moment specifically convicting me. And if we read the second half of that, I'm going to read it again. The Lord is good a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. And, and what I heard was Kurt, I'm good, right? Jerry, I'm good. 
Mm-hmm. Corey, I'm good. Come to me. I will cover you. You don't have to worry about all these things that you don't control, that you can't see, that you don't understand. I got you, right? Come spend time with me and trust in me, right? I'm a refuge if you choose to trust in me. And it was just powerful to me that, gosh, that's my choice, right? Yeah. To go trust in him, to be covered by him. And to just, I spent some time in prayer, just feeling and getting emotional as I talk about it, just feeling like almost visualizing God wrapping his arms around me, Yeah. right? I almost went back to memories of being a little kid and getting hurt or being frustrated about something. And my dad just coming over and wrapping his arm around me, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I'm blessed to have had that experience to then be able to visualize what would it feel like now to come to God as a child and say, man, I can't do it. I need you. Mm-hmm. And just let him wrap, let him embrace me, mm-hmm. right? And how powerful that is. So good. The last thing too, I, I want to share quickly is <clears throat> the the third thing that I was just flipping back through my journal that's been really powerful for me is just clarifying and communicating vision. Mm-hmm. And so for you know, vision is so powerful. There's a a quote that I pulled up here that I think is amazing for leaders. I'm reading a book right now, by the way, where, where this is coming from. It's called The Vision Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt. Uh, all of Michael Hyatt's work is amazing. But this is his most recent book, and it's really powerful. And he quotes this gal named Susanna Bates in his book, and he says, confidence and vision paired together breed a distinct kind of optimism in an organization. They ignite a sense that it's okay to take a risk, try something new, and push ahead. When confident leaders express frame-changing vision, they inspired those around them to bold action. Mm. And man, if we don't need some bold action <laughs> in today's environment, right? And so I just want to encourage and kind of challenge the leaders on the show uh, on the episode here today. When was the last time mm. that you slowed down enough to clarify your vision? And if it was before March, <laughs> you you need to do it again, right? The world has shifted entirely. And so it's easy to get in reactive mode. Um, easy for me to get in reactive mode, easy for me to go to start scrambling and figuring out, okay, how do we batten down the hatches and, and, and really protect ourselves from everything that's going on instead of saying, you know, no, you know what? God's got that side of it covered, right? He's my refuge yes. so that I can confidently go say, all right, we need to recalibrate our vision given our new reality, but that doesn't mean that we abandon vision, mm-hmm. right? And so spending some time to clarify that vision and then communicating it, right? John Gordon, a fellow believer, amazing author, um, that spends a lot of time talking about positivity. He says, where communication is absent, negativity fills the void. Yes. And Jerry, you shared some powerful stuff on, on the podcast we just recorded around uh, communicating value to your people, making sure that you're constantly in their ear, telling them they're worthy, they're capable, we need you, you got this, and then also holding them to that high standard. And we can't hold them to a high standard unless they know what that standard is. And that standard comes from a clear vision of where we're headed. That's right. Last thing I I, want to share here as as we wrap up is I went back and listened to a few of the calls just to get a sense for what this would be like this morning. And uh, Brad Ewing's call was one of the ones that I listened to. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's been a close family friend for a long time. And he shared a a worship song that has really spoke to his heart during this season. 
I just thought, man, that was really cool. Like that's a really practical way to encourage folks. And so I wanted to do the same. And uh, there's a song that has really stuck out to me. It's called Best Days by a, a friend of mine, actually, a, a native Cincinnatian. His name is Darius Sneed. Uh, you can find it, find it on Spotify. It's Best Days by Darius Sneed. And he just says in that song that he's going to confidently claim the fact that, there, that his best days are ahead of him, Ooh. that God tells us that our best days are ahead, right? I have one tattoo on my body. <laughs> it's across my back. And it says, take heart, because in John 16, 33, right before Jesus ascends into heaven, mm. he says, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Yes. He's already conquered everything that we're walking through right now. And because of that, we can take heart. We can have confidence. We can have joy. We can have optimism. We can have vision. Uh, and we can push this ball forward. In fact, we need to push this ball forward because as leaders, it's incumbent upon us to inspire the bold action that our world and that lo the Lord's kingdom needs in this season. Mm. That's good. That's really good, Kurt. I appreciate you. That's one of the, one of the challenges and I made a note to give an account. And so, um, which you and I talked about earlier, but as a leader, many times that, um, Many times I find myself in a position where I don't have authority figures to give an account to. And so mm. I'm, I need to process this a little bit today, but I'm thinking about the, the men and women that are on this call, some of which I, I recognize the phone number, some of which I don't, is for me to um, be willing to give an account for, um, uh, for my faith and my actions today. The solitude piece really resonates with me, mm. uh, Kurt. That's good. Uh, being sensitive with time, will you, will you pray us out? Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. Thanks again for having me, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, God, thanks for, uh, thanks for the opportunity just to be part of your kingdom. Um, I, I, I wish I could unmute one by one, the men on this call mm -hmm. and, uh, and, 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 you know, be encouraged by them. But I, I, I also want to acknowledge God, just the way that you encourage us is so beautiful. Mm. You know, even as, as we sit here on this call, I got the sunshine coming in through the window um, and just a, a, your beautiful creation outside. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you uh, that in the midst of so much pain and challenge and adversity and frustration, that you're still good, that you're going to use all of this to your good that you already have in so many circumstances mm -hmm. and that we just stand on the truth that our best days are ahead we trust you as our refuge and we commit to come into you as children and uh, to feel your warm embrace as a father. I pray that over every leader on the call this morning, that right now in this moment, that throughout their days, throughout their weeks, that they would just have moments where they just feel you embracing them and letting them know that everything is good, that you got it and that they can take heart. Mm -hmm. It's in your name. I pray all those things. Amen. Amen. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Love Have you too, brother. Thanks for having me. Have a great me. Tuesday.